Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is TV Black Box, bringing you the inside goss from the TV industry. Hello, Rob McKnight here. Welcome to this special edition of TV Black Box. Mock and I have just been to the nine upfronts. Mock, hello. Your first thoughts? It was a good show. Really good. Jeez, bit they long. It on. Oh, bit long. I was having a chat with someone, and I, I said maybe fifteen to thirty, a bit long, and they went forty-five. I went okay. No, I'd cut a good twenty out of the yeah. show. Um, but I, what Big I love, show like it, they poured it in. It looked great. The, it was an immersive experience. So yeah. they had all the screens at the side. They had flames in yeah. the auditorium. I thought we were going to die at the end because they let off confetti <laughs> and sparks and flames, and I went shit. If that confetti is paper, we are dead. <laughs> um, Malk and I were front centre. Yep. We we made sure we got our good seats. Can't we help sat, ourselves. We sat with the unmade team. Yes, we did. Tim Burrows and um, Saskia. And basically, I've got to say, I think it was a really good show. What we didn't see was anything revolutionary from a content point of view. Yep. Because <laughs> nine don't oh, need to. The Olympics. Well, we they know, have the yeah, Olympics. Yeah, they mentioned that a few times. For nine years. Probably five mentioned times. that uh, quite a few times. Yes. Um, my point being that nine... And seven yep. are in strong positions, so I wouldn't expect their lineups to change dramatically. No, and we we saw that. Now we've had some intel tonight. with some caveats, but yes. Yeah. So Tracy Grimshaw is back. Is back. Malk and I have done a bit of digging tonight. Mm-hmm. We have found out that yes, she will be doing a long form interview series. Tick. Yes. What I we asked, all expected. I asked Hamish about it. He was very cagey. Yeah. I told him what we knew and mm-hmm. said, mate, you can say whatever you like, but we know that sure. we've done our, we've already investigated. I did go on to say that when people want to know about it, that it'll be on TV. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing, though, is Tracy Grimshaw is fronting another show mm. that will involve a co-host. Yes. Right. Now, we don't know what this show is. We don't know who the co-host is. Yeah. But what we can tell you is that she will be fronting. It feels like it's a big, I would I would guess, a shiny floor I think type so. reality but not, show. But not, I wouldn't have said performance necessarily. No. It could be variety. I don't yeah. know. But she will definitely be a co-host on something. Because she's got form, right? Like, she she spent time in the midday chair. Oh, yeah. So she knows how to handle the She can the do circus. the banter. She yeah, can yeah, yeah. drive traffic. That's so not a problem. So I, I think wherever and whatever that looks like could be really interesting. Yeah. The fact that Tracy's had a year off and is remaining loyal to nine, obviously paid. It, yeah, I was about job. to say Cash will do that. But no, no, no. no but, <laughs> I don't even think it's like a lost lead. I think it's that, that no, no, Tracy's an important part of who we are. We want to have her back yeah, in the I, stable. Yeah, I, I think that's true. And Tracy still has heaps to offer. Yeah. The interview series will be great because yep. it is one of, it, it is, she's seen as 
doing that really, really well. It is part of her brand. Yep. I'm very intrigued what this other show is. Yeah, absolutely, because to, she's not going to line up and host like a version of The Voice or The Masked no. Singer or that sort of thing, which means it's something a bit different that isn't in the market, which straight away gives it a point of difference. And because Tracy's who she is, she's not going to just do any shit. Yeah. It'll have to be something that engages her yeah. to want to be a part of it. Maybe she's doing a remake of You're Back in the Room. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pick a box. <laughs> now. She's playing the Bob Dye character. So so we had Tracy. That yes. was big news. Um there, one of the interesting things from a media perspective, Mog, and we were talking about this earlier, was this idea that you can buy, basically buy a commercial package on stand for $500. On Nine Now, not stand. On Nine Now, sorry. Yeah. And how that seemed to be undercutting the media buyers who were in the room to mm. hand over their ad dollars. Yeah, look, it was an interesting one because predominantly the market for this, uh, you know, investment people, yeah. are media buyers. Yeah. Key advertisers and partners, yep. uh, and, and media the writers, jerks like us, mm. um, <laughs> who just go, "Well, we understand all of it." <laughs> um, but to have that bit where they're targeting small to medium businesses to be yep. able to log onto a Great website, idea. mate, amazing idea. And there, there is some concern, and I hear it that you know, if you're pitching to people who go, "That's our bread and butter," that you're taking away from us mm. because now you're empowering, you know, Joe's twenty four seven convenience store yep. to advertise to people around specific times or events, yeah. I mean, the demo was great because they did exactly that. Yeah. And it was such a smart way to show their stuff off. Yes. As far as the, the, the most media buyer businesses go, like, I reckon they're just going to rush off and hire juniors fresh out of advertising school. I don't well, know. maybe if Nina's saying $500, they'll charge 1000 That's and right. do and the work for them. But, but even then, the acknowledgement, I, I was speaking to someone else, that there's still a need in the market for people to go out and, and not only sell... But then sit with the, the the small to mediums and yeah. do it with them. Yeah. So I, I don't know that it actually cuts the media buying companies out. It actually okay. opens up a segment of the market to them if they want to invest. Unless you're savvy enough to be able to do it yourself. Like yeah. we might want to go and buy $500 worth of TV black box advertising, right? That's right. Like hypothetically, the Logies comes back to nine and it's on nine now. Yes, absolutely. We would race to put yeah. some cash around that to plug TV Black Box in the ads. So get those donations in. We need Please. some cash. <laughs> About 1,800 more Tariqs. Um, that would be marvellous. Look, I, I think that the content slate was actually pretty bare. Apart from the Gordon Ramsay food stars. Yeah, but what are you expecting? They've had a strong year. No, no, but, but here's the thing. There's still stuff that's gone missing. Ramsay was plugged last year. So they've only, they filmed it this year to yeah. drop, I guess... October, I guess. Maybe it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it runs into the start of next year. Um, there's a few things that are missing. Some of them are a bit, I'll say gently, inconsequential. I mean, Snackmasters was fine, but it was a holiday sale. Yeah. Ninja Warrior is gone. We kind of knew that was a thing. It's all. It's all about the name marquee brands, the legacy brands that they've held on to. And let's be frank, the 20th season of The Block is no small effort. No, and look, that sounds, seems interesting. And it was interesting. I was talking to um, Michael Healy, the head Playing. of programming. Yeah, dropping a name there. Um, he's very proud yes. of the summit. Yes. And I'm glad he hasn't talked to me yet then. Well, well, I, but you know I'm a fan, and so that yes. was genuinely nice to be able and, to say that. And I that. enjoyed large parts of it. It wasn't complete write-off. <laughs> um, I had but it has sold to other territories. Great. Well, they made a point now, of it. Now, they're, they're not revealing 
um, which territories at this stage. Lower I think Uzbekistan and India. <laughs> but I think I think it's about six territories. He told me that sure. it's been sold Great, to. Right, right. Um, which in its in of itself is worthy of a second series yes. to solidify that. And and it did well enough. I think in the, I think it did well enough to get another series. Yeah, no, no, I agree. It wasn't a complete rush, um, but it, <laughs> but it, but it certainly it needs some work, and I think we will see that work yeah. play out in season two. I'm going to say something controversial. Well, probably no, not controversial. Surprising. I loved the Welcome to Country. Yep, it was am- I, amazing. Probably a bit too long. Sure, but. I really enjoyed the way they did that, and yep. I know I've complained about acknowledgement of country what, on wrong? TV shows and all that what? kind of stuff. Yes, no. I know that. I don't think the block needs to acknowledge the land that it's shot on. I don't think you need to acknowledge where you're recording bloody TV black box from, but we do it. But this is because, an event... Because maybe it's respectful, Rob. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's not have that argument. But this is an event, an important event for yes. the Nine Network, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really loved it, and I loved... The, the moment I loved the most was, was when Mike Sneesby was up there and the chief of the Indigenous Australians handed him a carved um, wooden bowl, uh, bowl. A gathering bowl. A gathering bowl and handed that to him as from one chief to another. Yes. And I really loved that moment. Yeah, and look, top and tailed by Brooke Boney, which was marvellous. Yes. A great way for Brooke. And, and while you know, Brooke is much bigger than... Please understand this. Much bigger than her Indigenous heritage. Sure. However, super no, no, important. I, no, to, no, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, we don't want it to be, we'll that, just roll Brooke out. Token, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tokenistic no, no, she, That wasn't it. Yeah, no. It was really sincere, really well played. I, I enjoyed it because there was a number of different tribes actually engaging in that yes. process. A uh, number of different people groups. And that was important as well. Yeah. Because it recognises that for nine, while where we are, they wanted to engage that people group, but that nine have a footprint across the country. Yes. And that they they acknowledge it is bigger than just the people group where yeah. Sydney, their headquarters yeah. are. So that's that was amazing. Yes, possibly we could have for time. Yeah. But we also spent nearly 20 minutes in the Olympics. Which so, you shouldn't have. Yeah. So, like, seriously, with my producer hat on, the Welcome to Country was just... I felt like it was about five minutes too long. Right? But, okay. But, but, but yeah, okay, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. Uh, hang on, we've got we're we're recording a Cheap podcast. Sex. But come and tell us what you said. No, no, okay. please. Come on in, come on in. You're Introduce in it now. Hi. This is the TV Black Box podcast. Your name is. My name is Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. And you were just saying? I was just saying one of my favourite um, uh, performances or whatever I saw this evening with all the different commercial television shows yes. um, was the Welcome to Country. We, I love I that. feel that it was absolutely perfect. It was beautiful. Mm. A lot of the time I've gone to events and Welcome to Country has been for like two minutes. Yep. And this was token. a beautiful... Yeah, it's been token. Whereas this showed not only the, tri- the tri- traditional songs mm. and instruments and um, the clothing, but it also showed people from different... Um, uh, backgrounds, for example, Gamilaroi, Wiradjuri, yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I thought it was fantastic that we didn't just give a few minutes to these people, but we gave a beautiful, wonderful... Yeah, I hear what you're yeah. saying. And it was, definitely for, was not too long. For a show that went way too long, 
I would have cut back there a little bit more and I would have cut back on the Olympics. Where are you from, Rebecca? I'm from Sydney, from Bono. No, no, but uh, how are you here? Rebecca tonight? might not want oh, to say. No, I, yeah, I'd rather not say. Oh, okay. Remaining anonymous. She might be a media bias. She might be a I'm writer. not a media bias. Well, I'm not a okay. media I'll tell you afterwards. But That's I'm fine. just saying, um, for me, I found that it was too long. Yes, I agree. But to me, it was too long in relation to the... Other bits? The domain and the real estate. And I felt like I was um, looking at the Wentworth career or something. So. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. well played. I do. <laughs> well played. Whereas my highlight was the welcome to country because uh, the traditional owners of the land, um, they need to be acknowledged yes. and they need to be acknowledged in the right way, not just for two minutes. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was beautiful and well done and fantastic. Okay, well, Mock and I are going to talk to Rebecca. We'll talk more about the Nine Up Front. We'll throw in, in the Hamish next... here yeah, and then we'll come back. We'll talk more about the uh, Nine Up Front soon. But first of all, here's Mock's chat with Hamish Turner. Over to you, Mock. <laughs> Hamish, nine in 24 is, I mean, for starters, it's an Olympic year. It is. The Olympics only comes around every four years. <laughs> Three years since the last one, but we forget about that. Yep. But, uh, you know, it's such a huge global event, uh, both the Olympics and the Paralympics, and, you know, we're, we're really proud as a business. Mm-hmm. And what you will have seen tonight is just the breadth of the business and the ability to use an event like the Olympics to, you know, to touch as many Australians as possible across so many different platforms in a really meaningful way. Yep. Um, you know, and I, don't, I, I, I challenge anyone who wasn't moved by that opening reel uh, yes. with Kathy. Freeman and just those kind of iconic images and, you know, backed by Evangelist, the old chariots of fire track. It was, it was a heartstring pull, I've got to tell you. And lovely that now that you are the Australia's Olympic Network, yes. uh, that you get access to all of that great archival Olympic footage. That's it, exactly. And as you would have seen, we're doing a four-part um, documentary series as well. So yes. we'll be touching on some of the greatest moments of, uh, of past Olympics and telling the story behind, you know, that, that journey that got them there. And some of those stories, I think, will will be, uh, frankly, quite amazing, but it's really our commitment to the Olympics, you know, for the next nine years uh, and really that flame-to-flame strategy, which is, you know, having those connection points all the way through the year. And, and not a small commitment either. Nine years is big in any kind of business. Yep. I'll, I'll touch on that for some of the shows that we're going to hit as far as brands in that. What I enjoyed tonight around the presentation was that end-to-end kind of connection mm-hmm. to acknowledge. So here is... Our big push, right? Olympics, yep. and year to year we've got stuff, but the Olympics are big for us. Here's a way that brands can get engaged in that across Australia's media company. That's correct, yeah. You know, around the print or digital, digital especially, but uh, radio. Well, radio TV. as well, you know, I think, you know, um, <clears throat> the publishing. But it was a big digital push, let's be fair. Yeah, well, digital is where the future, you know, we, we are unashamed in the fact that we're looking to become, you know, a streaming first business, um, and that's part of the core of the strategy. Yep. And so it's how do we take our audience on that journey to a streaming first future? Because we still know that a big part of the audience still watch via the rabbit ears, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, via terrestrial. Um, but and, and older portion too. Yeah, increasingly an older portion, um, but you know, it's our job to convert that audience through to our digital portfolio yes. um, and enhance that experience and enhance the way that they consume our content and try and find other ways to really engage them. So, And we have plenty of levers to pull in order to do that, but 
back to your point, you know, the ability to have publishing and radio, television, mm. all under the same roof um, is a really powerful message. And to be able to lock up the Olympics, yep. um, it, you know, in what I think we're calling a un- first unified mega media marketing platform. Sure. Right. Uh, well done. That's a lot, a, lot, a lot of M's in there. That's a lot um, there. Is uh, a really powerful message to market. Yeah, a- absolutely. Mm. And in fact, just anecdotally, in the crush to get into the party afterwards, uh, it was great to have some sort of passing conversation yep. with people who are connected to, you know, media buying or in, in the industry around that sort of yep. stuff. Yep. Just sort of saying, oh, no, I like this part or this was a thing that really rammed home for me, the power of that cross-platform strategy. Yeah, and that's clearly the message we were trying to deliver. Um, being Australia's media company, you know, we set out our vision last year. Uh, I think that led us to the Olympics and the yep. Paralympics. Um, and, you know, look, I'm excited by the Olympics, but I'm also excited by the Paralympics. We saw on stage mm-hmm. tonight just the power of those stories. Yes, gosh. Um, um, and, you know, we're really committed to it and it will get a primetime nine yep. slot um, in September next year. Yes. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's a really exciting kind of 10-month journey we are on to Paris. Uh, it's amazing. It's so close, away, right? It's so close. But, you know, again, um, there's, a lot, there's a lot to get done between now and then. Um, but, you know, you will get the other side. We'll get to this time next year. Yep. And what we'll have with us is those stories of uh, amazing achievements, as Anna Mears talked about on stage. Yep. You know, not necessarily all the gold medal winners, but, you know, just people who have been able to do their PBs, who have gone on a journey, those stories behind. What you call it? Yellow gold, uh, white gold. Yellow and, and rose, uh, gold. rose gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Amazing. Exactly. Uh, but no, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge sports lover and, you know, as we, we talked about, we saw the power of sport and the power of free-to-wear and ability to bring all Australians together with the Matildas. No bigger story, on, mate, in the Olympics and then, yeah, Well, but it was also on, on, on Seven. It was it was a cultural phenomenon. Um, and you couldn't have done that without that free-to-wear avenue, you know? No. Um, so, uh, you know, we, uh, we're we very committed over the next nine years and, you know, it finishes with 2032. So hopefully I'm still here then. <laughs> Can enjoy that moment. Mate, may they, may they make it so. <laughs> it's been really interesting this year to see the rise and rise of BVOD mm. as an important part of every network, but particularly, particularly the commercial network's strategies yeah. around how they're wanting to encourage and develop that whole process. And we saw particularly with the State of Origin for you guys, yeah. massive numbers yeah, look, prior to the Matildas, I, yeah. but massive numbers around the BVOD audience. Yeah, I think um, it just goes to really talk about how Connected TVs are at the core of or at the centre of the lounge room and, yep. and that entertainment space and that increasingly it is where the war is being waged in terms of eyeballs. Yes. Uh, and, you know, it's not lost on me that that is the reason why, um, you know, it is absolutely at the core of our strategy. Yeah. Um, as we kind of shift audiences from a terrestrial view into, you know, that IP-first digital world. Yeah, yeah. And it's really about how you leverage that experience. You know, like we talked tonight about really bringing life to the surface, live, immersive, um, 50 frames per second, full HD, you yeah. know, and that's that's really the start of our journey. And I think if you think about a tech and uh, product strategy over a nine-year horizon... Yes. Your mind will boggle with what we can do on those platforms in nine years' time. I mean, AI is such a such a buzzword at the moment, but you know it will absolutely shape the way in which we bring entertainment, we bring stories to audiences moving into the future. Are we more likely to see in the near future mm. 4K streaming of particularly the linear channels, but even some of the other big 
specialist content that is hosted on Nine Now. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the power of Nine Now is you're not confined by spectrum, so you have that ability to go full HD, then into 4K, and Air quotes, possibly... just bandwidth. <laughs> and then into, you know, 8K or whatever the future holds. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely part of the journey we want to go on. Uh, I think for for this Olympics, um, you know, we'll just see with what we, what we can do in, in a very short space of time. But um, for us, it's really about bringing that live and Two weeks experience. of planning, get them on a plane, yeah. get them to Paris, done. Yeah, no, I think for us, it's really about kind of ease of use and navigation and making sure that when people land on the platform, they can find what they want to find. Absolutely. And that's kind of the core of it. And making sure that the streams are stable and that, you know. Which, which opens up a couple of just quick diversions I want to lean mm. into. One of the big plays tonight was talking about um, data collection mm-hmm. for advertisers to be able to understand their market and target their advertising to specific segments of the market. Yep. And that coming soon or, or almost immediately to, to the nine platforms is the ability to capture some of the stand subscription user data mm-hmm. to then when they're watching nine now yep. to be able to hit them particularly with your product stuff. That's pretty, that's pretty new and unique, right? Well, I think the power of a business like ours is the breadth of our audience um, and being able to get, use data in a, in a powerful way to get insights into yep. our audience so that we can deliver a better user experience and be able to target them with content that they want to watch. Yep. And I think, you know, moving into the future, the value of, you know, a Nine Now Nine Stan partnership is the ability to cross-pollinate those audiences and be able to advertise to those audiences yep. and, you know, utilise our free platforms to drive audiences into a pay model and from a pay model back into a free audience. So, oh, and, and the extension then about the, the plan as we saw recording time last night with yep. Love Triangle Season 2 yep. really premiering on nine. Well, it's season one. So we're, we're sure. promoting season one into season two, which launches, I think, October 5th on yes. Stan. But, you know... That, that's going to happen more and more, though, that we're going to see more of the connection. Stan yeah. sizzle taste. Yep. Come to Stan. Oh, look, I think where it makes sense for us, you know, we don't want to homogenise our audience, but we want to utilise those things that make most sense for our audience. Yep. Um, and so we just need to be very selective. And as free-to-air programmers have always been, it's around curation and driving yep. audience vertically. And so for us, it's just about picking those those shows that make sense for yes. our audience and our brand. I'm deeply, deeply keen to see Prosper. Yes. Cannot wait, especially in light of maybe hypothetically, you know, something else that may have happened in the Australian landscape recently. Look, I haven't seen Prosper yet. What I have seen is Scrublands, and it's yes. brilliant. So, great. Um, Court is coming as well. Court I'm is coming. So I saw keen for that. the first episode of that in LA. Very funny. Great. Um, all-star cast. Yeah, mate. <laughs> and I tell you what, just as a, a aside... Alexander England, who mm. I know is part of the, the cast for Court. Yeah, played Packer, I think, in uh, How's That? I think possibly? so. Was in Black oh, no. Snow. It was, it was um, oh, what's his name? It was the it was, the no, it was South African cricketer. Yes, Tony Gregg. Anyway, Tony Gregg. He played Tony Gregg, I um, think. And was in Black Snow yep. at the start of the year on Stan. Amazing. He's yeah, had, yeah. Oh, this is yeah, a real yeah. purple patch for him yeah. as far as the, the quality of performance. Well, I think what happens... With in it, a big cast for Court. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think, uh, you know, it, it's a story that I think emanated out of LA. So Kit Gurry yep. uh, wrote Court um, and it's been a passion project for him. And I think, you know, he'd been hanging out in LA, probably hadn't found, you know, um, the right avenue to market. And then all of a sudden, you know, wrote this script, yep. uh, got a pick up and then called... Picked up the phone and called on all his mates. For sure, right? <laughs> As so, you would. Yeah, no, 100%. That's LA. That is LA 
to a T. So court will be coming soon to Stan. I think the October, if it rings bells. Uh, so. Have they put a date out for, for court yet? It's certainly a preview. It, it's so it's, not it's far definitely off. this year, so it's not far off. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. Soon on Stan yep. court. Um, as far as nine content slate, yes. heaps of stuff coming. We know that Meredith First Sight is going to be huger than ever. Yeah. We saw one of the audition tapes. Lucinda Light. Well done, Lucinda, from yeah. Byron. Sorry, yeah. Byron adjacent. Byron. She's from uh, Suffolk Park. I yes. Think. Is it Suffolk Park or Lennox? Just, just down the road. Yeah. But she, uh, no, she's a great character. Um, she's got a very unique view of the world. You're going to match her with a bogan, right? Make no, please. definitely not. Um, but, you know, she, as, as Scotty said, she's on her passion path. Uh, so, <laughs> I think we're going to look. We're going to look forward to watching her on her journey yes. on the show. But yeah, look, this season uh, it, I think is going to be a great season. Um, we're deep into shooting already. Yep. Uh, Good. We've got amazing cast. There's amazing love. There's amazing drama. Yep. Uh, it's everything you want from uh, a MAF series. The block is in a purple patch at the moment from a ratings perspective. Yeah, uh, it's you know the block. I, the interesting thing with the block is it actually hasn't even started yet in terms of what plays out on air. So oh God. Oh God. Uh, over the next two weeks. Uh, it really kind of reaches uh, a new level. Fever pitch. A fever pitch level. And so the drama, uh, the level of drama really kind of escalates. Um, so I think its numbers will only kind of increase. And uh, it's actually a great season. Great cast. Um, and with a great cast comes a little bit of drama, a little bit of tension, some great renovations. They look uh, amazing so far, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And look, I think it'll be interesting to see how the market in Melbourne's going uh, when they do go to, go yeah. to auction. Um, Scott Cam and Julian Crest just filled me in. Side uh, on the party, yeah, yeah. and said that the the end results, yeah. are in, as in the finished product, yeah, yeah, like, are incredible. They are, they, they are. The, the scale and just the level of detail on those properties is, is mind blowing. So, again, they've done a great job, as you know. Twentieth season next year. That's huge, man. Uh, you know, it's just part of the Australian fabric now. How many know? shows in Australia, seriously, have well, hit twenty seasons? Neighbours. <laughs> It got, How and, did that turn and out? And it did a great job. It it like great the job. block in they got cancelled and it came back and did life again. Yep. So they both they share those uh, same commonalities. Um, but you know, it, it's part of it's part of the great Aussie dream and it's part of our vernacular. And you know, I think uh, in terms of um, in terms of uh, brand recognition, I don't think there's a bigger show in Australia yep. than the block. Uh, look, after the big sizzle for Gordon Ramsay last year, we got a great glimpse yes. at Food Stars. I'm keen to see well, that. I shot it now, so I, I hope so. <laughs> given what you showed us, um, but I'm keen to see that. that yeah. That's going to be excellent. The Would thing, you buy a bottle of shit the bed? No, <laughs> uh, and I love I love a good sauce. Uh, no, but maybe we can yourself. send you. Maybe we can send you one, mate. I'll smell it. <laughs> I might even to become a TikTok star because yeah, of yeah, fair enough. The one that's got me, and I'm sure everybody as that starts to filter out. Tracy Grimshaw's back. Oh, yes, Tracy's back. What's Tracy doing? Because you didn't say a damn thing. Well, look, if we didn't say it in there, I can't really say it now. But, uh, look, the great thing is it's just a signal to the market that she's committed to the network for 2024. You can hypothesise. What do you think? Um, A a long-form interview program. Okay, yeah. That is is in her um, hitting zone. It's her wheelhouse, right? Uh, 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 I, I would think possibly... Uh, some good voiceover of Doc stuff. Okay. She could hold hold that stuff down pretty easily. Yep, yep. And the other thing I'd throw at you would be, look, maybe maybe a co-hosting something. I don't know what. Okay. But I think Tracy's got the, the runs on the board. Yep. 
to be able to pull all of those three things off yeah. really easily. We but don't want her to become the next Joshua Ginsburg, but <laughs> we want to see Tracy back on our screen. Or Sonia Kruger. Um, I couldn't possibly comment. I think, uh, I think you know, I think they're all very valid uh, projects. Yep. But I think we want to find the right project for Tracy. Wise. Um, you know, she's had uh, her, her year in sabbatical. And so yes. I think we will make sure that whatever that project is, it, it's befitting of, of yep. her status yes. as uh, a, leg- a legendary Australian broadcaster. The moral of the story is... And journalists. Come to Channel 9, pay your dues, work hard. A year's long service leave is pretty damn great. Do you know what? I'd, I'd take that. I would absolutely Hell take yes. it. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Sounds good to me. No, look, she's... Um, the great thing is she's committed to us for 2024. Yep. And uh, we'll be working with her on what those projects are. And great. And it will be something that we work together on. Well, we look forward to hearing all about it. You know that TV Black Box will be sniffing around. Yeah, sure. We'll be wanting to make sure that we get that first to market. That's absolutely the thing. But as far as Australia's media company goes, yeah. 9 in 2024 has a compelling tale, particularly for advertisers, but even for viewers. There's some good, like, limited series drama coming. Stan is a big part of this. Yep. Excellent return brands in the, the lifestyle and reality formats. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be... You've set a high standard for the start of the 24 Upfront season. I think uh, for us, and we've talked about this previously, it's just about delivering consistency and consistency of brand and consistency of experience. And I think this, the, the entertainment reel summed it up at the beginning. Yeah. You actually... It's about reflection of Australian lives on the screen. And you can see through our reality offering that we actually have touch points through... Yep. You know, it's 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 the Disney cradle to death strategy, really, <laughs> at the end of the day. and that came to life um, on stage. And so, sport will be a big part of that for us in 2024 and beyond. Yep. Um, and you know, I think the other one, which you know, people kind of will just go, oh, "That's nice," but Tipping Point is a huge shift for us. You yep. know, we've had a hot seat of millionaire on air for 20 years in, yes. in different forms and iterations. Um, but you know, Todd, uh, Todd is amazing as the host of Tipping Point, Um, it'll come into our five o'clock slot. and and I know Rob McKnight is keen to see it. He's a big fan. He was very happy to be able to break the news that Todd was the host. There's something very, no, I know he got that scoop. Um, uh, There's something very mesmerising about watching those coins drop. Uh, Look, I I appreciate that people love it. I would equate Tipping Point to being a screensaver for television, but God rest everyone that sails in us. As long as the screensaver's on, I'm happy. Uh, (laughs) And you know what? Sometimes when you're at your desk during the day, you look up and it's on and you just get transfixed. You're not. You're in there. You're in. You're in. Uh, It's kind of like being a casino in the middle of the night. You know know you should leave, but, you know, (laughs) it just draws you in and then three hours later you're still there. Amazing. (laughs) Hamish, there's heaps happening. Thank you so much always. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Well, there's your yearly chat with Hamish Mulk. Uh, Very generous. I always enjoy those cat those chats. He he. It was funny because I ran into him after you recorded that. Right. He said, "Yeah, I had my chat with Mulk. I always love chatting to Mulk." Um, meanwhile, we've been chatting with Rebecca, who yes, seriously, um, has been involved in a primetime show. Came up with the idea for it. Came up with the idea for it. She was hesitant to reveal which show it was and her involvement, so, so we won't we do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Fascinating lady, and it, it is amazing who you meet at these things. Isn't it? It, it really is, and look, sometimes... That it, sounds like the music we should be going saying goodbye to. Almost. <laughs> it almost should be that thing. Um, look, final takeaways, Rob. What, what are you... What, what's the stuff that's sticking out of tonight's presentation? What sticks out to me is Nine have a solid slate, which they're just putting a few more bricks in the wall. This was not revolutionary. Yep. Um, they've done a big sales pitch to 
media buyers read the Olympics. They're trying to base everything around that. But it, it, not unreasonably, that no, would cost no. them a lot of money. Absolutely, and they're trying to get more than two, four weeks out of it. Yeah, you know? yeah for sure. Um, I, I think it was solid. It was a great presentation. Um, you know, there'll be little things we dissect and look at in the next episode of TV Black Box. And, yep. You know, it, it looks like Snack Masters isn't back. So, no, same with Ninja Warrior. It's dead. Yeah. Um, and there's probably a couple of others that we've missed. Yeah. But, yeah, the big ones are back, right? The Block, yeah, yeah. Married at First Sight, it's what, Stars. It's what new. you expect from Channel 9. What about you, Monk? Um, I think the Stan crossover stuff that they're leaning into more and more. So we should explain that. So you're going to see a lot of Stan product shown on Channel 9 and with love uh, with the triangle, love triangle, they're showing Series 1 before it launches on yes. Stan on Series 2 as a way of... Hook. Uh, as a hooking into Stan, but also using that IP to try and get viewers to 9 as well, yeah, yeah. younger viewers. And it's 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 a smart move, right? Yeah. It's a great way to connect that stuff in. Well, it's well, is it though? Will it bomb on 9? I'm not convinced it will work on 9. I think nine. some of the things will not go well. Yeah. I think some of them will go great. It's and a, we'll it's do nice what they idea. need them to do in draw viewers across. Because part yeah. of the challenge still today is how do I find, apart from go to TV Black Box and listen to the TV Black Box podcast and find out what Mog's talking about on the TV Binge Box. Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, apart from those avenues, how do you find the, the, the show? How do you find yeah. the buzzy show? How do you find the thing well, that anyone's problem, talking right? about? So right now I am obsessed with Gogglebox UK and I'm yeah. using my VPN. I am not looking around for any other product at the moment. I am just watching that. So oh, how TikTok you... is giving me all of the Taskmaster that I need in my life. It's right. amazing. Right. Which is all, Taskmaster is also on binge. Yes. Except, I, I think, Series 11, weirdly. The most recent New Zealand series has not made it to Australia yet. Okay, so that is on Channel 4, on the uh, on the Channel sure. 4 website. And I was going to go and have a look at that because... But I'm getting the clips from the, the right. contestants promoting it from uh, whatever it is, TVNZ or to whatever yeah. it's got over there. Which, which is interesting that the Australian version is on Channel 4, but the New Zealand version I'd is. I'd say it'll get there. Maybe. But, and it's got Mel from The Cheap Seats yes. on it. This anyway, season does. It's brilliant. Anyway, Channel 9, happy Sorry. we're talking about Hello. Channel 10. Um, so, Mark, I, I think it was solid. Yeah, no, I, look, solid slate. Nothing super new, but good yeah. stuff. Yeah. I think the digital play, the Nine Now thing is super important. They are yes. ramming that home yes. because it has such a big tail into the Olympics for them. Yes. Absolutely. Um, even Hamish's acknowledgement so, that 4K streaming has to be a next big yes. thing for them. But the big Olympics news, two free-to-air channels... Are converted entirely, yes. ...doing the Olympics. Two hosted yes. free-to-air channels during the Olympics. So for two weeks, all programming changes to Olympics. Yes. and But you've got two channels dedicated to the Olympics on free-to-air TV, plus the 40 streaming channels they're doing on Nine Now. Because that also was a hook, too, that they did not talk about any of the multi-channels tonight. They didn't. It was only Channel 9. And no. fine, because it was 9 and I 9 Now. I think I even saw a 9 gem No, it logo. was 9 and 9 Now. Yeah. No, no, there was... The, the logos for the networks... They were there? ...were up on their big, you know, I'm, every I'm shot up, thing. Yeah, right, OK. But they it was just not talked about. Yeah. And th- that's fine, right? That's, that is that is what it is. I think they have absolutely... This is the first time in a long time Nine have gone first in yes. a front season. They have set a really high bar... Yes. ...for particularly 7 and 10. Yep, agree. We, we know that 7 is coming, 10 will be just after that. SBS will probably tail out at the end of it. Who knows what the hell ABC are going to do? They don't know. Foxtel <laughs> have got their date set. Um, so, I, look, I think I'm really keen to see what the other networks have to offer. 
because nine were heavy sport, heavy sport, yes. coming out of heavy Olympics. Yes. And how you as the viewer and, and the, the, the buyer can get involved in all of that. Yeah. So that's clearly a big push for Australia's media company, Ron. Yes, Australia's media company. And, and on that note, great way to end the podcast. Thank you, Mark. Great to be in person. Oh, yeah. You didn't kill me, everyone. Not We're yet. in the same room together. There's still time. <laughs> um, thank you for your efforts tonight and good chat with Hamish. Don't forget, for all the latest in, in TV news, go to where people, people in the industry get their news. It's tvblackbox.com.au. Thank you, Mark. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Rob. My first of two shows that I'm going to talk about tonight on TV Binge Box. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> 